All right, welcome to the Horror Hour Podcast, the show with two horror authors discussing all things world of horror. I'm Zach Bohannon, and with me as always is Jay Thorne. How you doing, Jay? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing quite well, actually. Um, <clears throat> you were asking me off the air about how I'd kind of been sick and stuff, and uh, so, yeah, doing doing, doing a lot better. So, uh, so yeah. So, this week uh, with us, we are welcoming back again, who's kind of becoming... At this point, you know, you may as well just be on the damn show as many times as you're coming on. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, David W. Wright, how you doing, Dave? Hello, hello. Uh, I'll be the Steve Martin of this show. Oh, nice. nice. That's a classy <laughs> reference. There. That's a good reference for sure. <laughs> nice. So, so yeah. So today, uh, we're, uh, you know, Dave's kind of becoming the guy we're bringing on. We talk about movies and stuff, and uh, we were all kind of passing emails, and um, d- we. Uh, want to talk about the movie Hush, uh, so so that's kind of what we're going to be going to be talking about today. But uh, I guess before we do that, I mean, David, it has been a few weeks since you've been on. Um, you know, you want to kind of update our audience, kind of what you got going on. Uh, I just finished writing Available Darkness season three. It's uh, being edited right now, so that should be out soon. And then I'm returning to Karma Police, another three books in that series. They're novellas. And then we're doing a proper serial killer um, thriller series. Uh, I don't know if it'll be late this year or early next year, but we are uh, writing it soon, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Nice. Is that the same as the Vigilante series you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vigilante oh, okay. series. Uh, there's a serial killer. It, it's it's awesome. Uh, well, I, <laughs> it, it, the idea is awesome. We'll, we'll know if I can execute it. Uh, <laughs> if if I could do what I think, then it's going to be awesome, and I, and I can't wait. And, and I've already got the ending in mind for the first book, and it feels so much like the ending of a pilot for a show that it just, like, gives me goosebumps, like how awesome it is, so I can't wait. Nice. That's now now available darkness. This is gonna finish that series up, right? Yes, all done and uh, finished with I think the best ending of any of our series so far. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's not one of our better selling series, so the great ending is kind of wasted unless people buy it. <laughs> I you never know. I mean, people could like catch on to it now that it's done, uh, but it's yeah. not like yesterday's gone uh, numbers. But I think it's the best ending of our series uh, with a, a lot of great closure. And, like, these characters, like, I, I've been with them forever. And it, it felt good to close the book on it and, uh, like, bittersweet. So nice. nice. Yeah, and the new covers and everything are awesome. I know you guys just rebranded it and, and all that. And that looked great. So <clears throat> that's, yeah, we uh, might be doing even newer covers. I'm not. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're talking about getting a, a different cover. I'm not completely 100% on these covers, so I think we're about to waste a lot of money. Well, if only there was a company where you could get it. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes, there, Johnny. Setting Dave up for that. <laughs> nice. I, I wanted to mention too. I also have a little bit of available darkness. Uh, tonight because it's hot as balls in my attic, so I only have one light on me. So, awesome. I I have a drum kit right next to me, so maybe I should. <laughs> it's not set up, but I could set up and do a rim shot for that. <laughs> there you go. You know, but uh, but yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, Dave, I won't ask you about white space. So, <laughs> <laughs> please don't. <laughs> so, anyways, moving on. So, um, but uh, well, cool. Well, that that's awesome, dude. So we're uh. 
sounds like you got a lot going on as always. So, yes. So very cool. And I got something really awesome, but I can't talk about it yet. And like I, I want to, but I well, can't. That's always so. awesome to see that. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, maybe next time I'm on, uh, that 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 deal will be done, and I can talk about it, and that that'll be that'll be truly cool news, rather than oh, I'm just writing another book. I mean, who cares about that? <laughs> We can talk about all those awesome new Unicorn Western covers, too, if you want, even though you had nothing to do with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, all right. <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah. So, let's talk about Hush, because I'm, I'm really, really interested to see uh, see what you guys have to say about this. So, um, so, Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the movie's about? That's exactly what I was about to do. <laughs> After I said... I knew you were going to go there. You so, are we breaking this up? Where we talk uh, spoilers at the end or spoilers from the get-go? How are we doing this? I guess we need to make that decision now. So um, it's your I, show. I think we, uh, I, I think we say here. This is your spoiler alert right here. Yeah, I think so too because right I don't want to have to beat okay. around everything. So, um, so mean, if you haven't seen, not, Hush, we're not going to jump. Yeah, we're not going to jump right to the ending, but we, we're going to talk about stuff. It'll be a spoiler, so that's your warning. All right. Yeah. All right. So there it is. So it's on Netflix. If uh, if you guys uh, haven't seen it, so you can go uh, go watch it. I'll put uh, Jay's Netflix login and password in the show notes in case <laughs> no one has it. So I'm gonna um, watch endless amounts of pornography. <laughs> they have pornography oh, on like, Netflix. Not like really. recommended software. Really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So your recommended list looks like you're like, a pervert. The <laughs> they're not too good at their recommended list anyway. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They kind of their algorithm kind of sucks. So all right. Well, but, uh, I was prepared for that bastard who I knew I knew you were going to do that to me, Zach. So I pulled up uh, Hush on IMDb and on Wikipedia, and um, the little snippet on IMDb for Hush is a deaf writer who retreated into the woods to live a solitary life must fight for her life in silence when a masked killer appears at her window. That about sums that movie up. That's and, pretty much it. And, and I'll <laughs> tell you, I'm going to be Dave here for a second <clears throat> and say that like, I went in cold and I didn't even read the uh, the description. So like finding out she was deaf, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Hmm. Like it was kind of it was kind of cool to go in cold and then like I mean you you find out pretty quick, you know. Um, but uh, I, I say I'm being like Dave because I know uh, when people talk about the girl with all the gifts, that's what he says. Um, but uh, but it's kind of the same thing. Like I went in cold and was like, wow, okay, so she's deaf. That's kind of that's gonna bring a whole new aspect to this. So um, so anyway, so where where do we want to start now? That you've given the description. Do uh, one of you guys want to? I know you guys said you had some specific things you wanted to say. So I don't know who wants to start or well, well I'll. I'll, I'll Please. Well, I'll wait. I, I don't want to start. Right. I, I did want to say real quick, and I'm, I'm trying to look yeah. it up right now, but fuck, is my internet slow? Uh, okay. The where the hell is? It? Okay. I, I think the, the woman that starred in it. Yeah, she's one of the writers. Yes. Oh, okay. That's Kate cool. Kate Siegel, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I was impressed by the the writing quality. Or some things I did not like about it, uh, but I, I did like I I loved the uh, the subtleness. I loved the slow build, the creep, uh, all of that stuff. I think they did very well because the premise is 
is one we've seen a million times before. Yeah. Uh, and I've even, I believe I've seen it with a deaf person before. Uh, I forget the name of the movie, but it, it's very familiar. Uh, maybe Marley, Mat- Marley Matlin was in it. I don't remember with a serial killer. Uh, but it, it felt very familiar, but it was still well done uh, for the most part, uh, aside from a few flaws that I, I found. But uh, what, what do you all think? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I had the, the same general feeling. I, I really liked the film. It was, uh, it was a great thriller. Um, again, not, it's not a new premise, although I will say, uh, at first glance, it appears to be a home invasion film, but it's not a home invasion film. And I, I think that's an important distinction to make. Uh, as the as the film goes on, it's clear he's not invading, or that's the, that's sort of the that's sort of what he's holding over. But uh, I agree. I, the other thing I wasn't crazy about, or that I thought's been sort of played out, is the writer the the, the writer in the movie. I mean, we started out with misery, and I think like I understand, I, you know, where it came from, but. I, I think we're a little sensitive to that being writers, though. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I, I think, because it's something I, I, I try to avoid in most of my stories, um, mm-hmm. just because I agree with you that it has been done. But when I see it done, I don't... I don't. It, it's one thing if they're glorifying the writing process to be this, like, you know, it just... Like, when they go way over the top and, like, make a very, like, cliche writer, I, I hate that so much, because that's yeah. not... That's not my experience as a writer. Uh, writers are just regular people that happen to write. And when they make the writer to be this big fucking deal, like that that I get annoyed by because yep. the writer of the movie is clearly making themselves to be like this martyr. <laughs> like just this awesome auteur that ought to be lauded and respected and fuck that. So, <laughs> Not to mention that she could afford that bitch and house out in the woods. <laughs> well, house is out in the way. It could be in Mississippi. It's like five bucks. I don't know. But it 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 lent nothing <laughs> to the story arc. I mean, it, it it she could have been in any profession. Like it, there was no yeah. You know, like that was the part where I was like, well, okay, I you know, but maybe I am just too sensitive. <clears throat> to I felt like that was sort of a trope that's been kind of played out. Yeah, I I agree. Um, actually, the most horrifying part of the movie was her opening her manuscript and having seven pages files. I was like, that bitch needs to get Scrivener really bad. I was like, that's terrible. But, uh, but, but no. Um, yeah, I agree. That was definitely a trope that's been played over. I think Jay. I think one thing you brought up was really interesting was that, like, it's not a home invasion film. Like, you know, this isn't uh, this isn't The Purge. This isn't Panic Room. I mean, you know, like he was just out. You know, he he killed her friend you know, out, outside, and then it kind of becomes that because he finds out that she's deaf and that he figures out that he can, like, play this game with her at that point. He's a hunter. You know, yeah. to, to kind of taunt her. And, uh, you know, for me, like, uh, uh, like I sat down um, the other night to watch this movie and I, like, laid in my bed on my iPhone, like, totally expecting with my headphones and, like, totally expecting to only watch about 20 minutes of it and then finish it the next day. And I sat there and watched the whole thing. Wait, like, on my wait, phone wait, wait. Slow, slow your roll here. You're watching a movie on an iPhone? Oh, yeah. What the hell? I mean, it was oh, like, get out of here. <laughs> well, it was like, I mean, it was like, I was laying in bed with it, like, sitting up. Like, I have it, like, <laughs> a, a case that folds over. How can you and, and... a movie on an iPhone? <laughs> my God. headphones, man. No, no, that's just so wrong on every level, man. 
dude, it's not like I was watching Star Wars or something. You know, it was like a two million dollar movie, if that. You know, but the point. At is, least an iPad. <laughs> at least give it ten inches. Come on, a movie is oh, worth ten said. inches. <laughs> the point is that. Wait, wait. What iPhone is it? iPhone five or six or six plus? iPhone 5S, so the oh, small. Oh, oh, four and a half inch screen. <laughs> My God, your poor wife. You didn't even see the movie. <laughs> poor wife. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess the saddest part is, is that I was in this room, so I had this TV behind me, <laughs> this 42 inch. I could have just put it on. That is even sadder. My God. But hey, you know. Next to me asleep. So, like, you know. But anyways, I liked the movie enough to where I was able to watch it on a three-inch screen, and I watched the whole thing. So um, it, it kept me engaged. Like, I thought that the fact that... Uh, I, I really thought the fact that she was deaf, like, just brought this whole new... Um, it just brought a whole aspect of, like, just creepiness to it. Like, you know, he like the part near the end when he comes into the house and is in the bathtub, you know, and then he ends up breathing on her neck and stuff like that was just, I mean, I was sitting there just like, holy shit, you know? You just um, came across my first issue with the movie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, not my first chronologically, but one of my issues. Okay, so what's that? How the hell did he get behind her in the bathroom? Did she have that, a skylight? Yeah. Did he come in through the bottom? How, how did he get in there? Well, I mean, was there a window? I mean, I guess even if there was a window in there, how the hell did he get through it? There was a window, I believe, to her right when she's facing the door. There was a window there, I think, maybe, but not not for... The only way he could have got in was a skylight that I could think of, if there was one, but they didn't show it, and I don't know. It, it felt a little It felt a little cheap to me. Hmm. Because it, it wasn't it wasn't really, I mean, you didn't have to broadcast it, you didn't have to be obvious, but at least show. It, it's like one of those things where somebody just happens to find a gun that has never been shown before, and that's how they get away from the situation. It, it, it was that sort of convenient sort of thing, but for the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I could understand that. Um, another frustration I had, like I was like. I was yelling at her many times, like, "What the fuck? Why? Why are you? Why are you still? Why? Why are you in there? And then why are you leaving? Or why don't you leave early? Like, like every time, like it seemed like a good idea just just to run. She didn't, and I don't know. And there was one scene where, and I think I think they could have played this up a little bit better than they did, because I think one of the one of the biggest problems that she had. Um, in the particular issue, she was in the house and this guy was basically taunting her, but he wasn't going to come in until she begged him to come in and kill her, I think is what he said. Um, so she sneaks out uh, a couple of times, or tries to sneak out a couple of times, but being deaf, you wouldn't be aware of the noise you're making. And they didn't really play that up as much as I thought they could have. Like her being like, careful or, or making a noise that she doesn't even realize she makes, which alerts him. I thought they could have maybe played that up a little bit. Because that's what I was afraid, like, that's a fear I would have in that situation. And they did. it seemed like an obvious thing that they overlooked or didn't really play up all that well. Well, do you think the fact that she was not deaf from birth would, would sort of factor into that? That she maybe she had some residual memory of 
of what noises. Well, she didn't seem to be very careful. She's kind of clunking all about. (laughs) And, like, I I would be sneaking very, very carefully. And she was just knocking in the shit. But they didn't really, like, call attention to it uh, as much as I thought. Well, so related question then. Uh, The... The imagined death scene was that clever or cheap? Uh, it, it it worked because she is a writer and she they they foreshadowed that in the beginning how because she said how she sees all these different endings and so I I thought it worked and yeah yeah it was all right to me you would you think it was cheap or no it I, it was I thought it was clever it caught me off guard and then uh, as soon as it happened I understood what happened but in those first few moments I was like oh shit. There's no way she's gonna die. Wow, That's, they kill no her. Way. That's brave. <laughs> yeah. I I'm glad they didn't kill her cat. I thought they were gonna do that. Like the first time they showed the cat, I was like, it's a cat. It's white. It's gonna be bloody by the end. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I you know whenever they show a white animal, you know it's just gonna have blood all over its fur. And they didn't go there. Like I I think they used that. I think they did that specifically, like knowing what people would expect and then turn the expectation on its head. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I'm giving them too much credit. But if they did it that way, I'm, I thought that was a good move. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you, Zach? Were you, were you sort of uh, expecting that or surprised by that scene? Uh, I'm with you. Like I thought. I mean, he's like, I didn't know it was a cat. I thought it was a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> it was on my iPhone. It looked like a little bug. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. You're never having me back on. No. <laughs> never. Me, either of you guys. I'm just going to do this by myself from now on. So, uh, no, I, I thought it was, uh, I, th- I thought the scene was really good. Like, I mean, at first I was like, what? She's, like, what? Like, I thought she was dead. I was like, okay, this, like, I, you know, I hit my tiny little screen to see how much time I had left. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and was like, okay, that's a little strange. But uh, no, I thought it was cool, you know. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying, you know. She has seven endings on her different pages files, and uh, so it kind of gave us an idea of. It was a clever way to give us an idea of how her mind worked, mm-hmm. and some of the things she'd set up earlier, set up earlier in the story, you know, with endings, saying that you know she heard her mother's voice, all, yeah. all that stuff, you know, yeah. like. Um, I, I thought it was. I thought it was really clever, and then seeing her try to work through the best way. To, uh, to to you know get out of that situation, so I dug it. Now I I do have one issue I want to raise, and it's not a it's not a big one. I did I, I really liked the movie, but there was one piece of it that I kept kind of fixating on. Why? Why, why did, did this her? dude? Why did this dude come after her? Like, was it just totally random insanity? It felt if it, it felt like he was a killer, a serial killer, stalking okay. women. And well, remember he had the notches on the crossbow, right? All the people he'd killed. So, so. I, I think, yeah, I, I think he went to this area, and, like it was a remote place, and he figured, okay, I'll go kill someone. And he saw her friend. Maybe he saw her friend, or maybe he went. He spotted her friend first, and then if, if you real, I mean, the friend like went to that girl's house screaming for help, and then he killed her. I thought that was a cool scene, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Although it felt a little, it felt a little off to me because I think if somebody was banging on the door, she would have felt vibrations, mm. especially the house that she had because it had the the the, the under whatever the hell that's called the, the crawl space under the house. So the way that house is built, I think if someone's banging on the door, you would feel it through the through the door to the floor. She would have felt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that felt off to me. 
Um, but it was a cool scene regardless. And I think the guy was, I think he fixated on the other girl and followed her from whatever the attempted kill scene to there. And then it's like, oh, oh yeah, I like this. <laughs> and, and then when he realized she's deaf, that like got him even more like interested. So, I mean, you don't know how he targets the first girl and, you know, you wouldn't really know because that's not the focus in the movie. But yeah. it, it worked for me. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't a deal breaker. I didn't hate it, but I I thought it it could have played in like maybe you know maybe uh, he had like an obsession. If she was a writer, and maybe he knew who, who she was. Like there right. could have been that sort of slight angle to it that I yeah, don't know, it, may or may not made. And made I it. thought like going into the movie, I thought that's what it would have been. Like he was a stalker because hell no, you know, less popular people have been stalked, and. Um, that's what I thought, and I'm kind of glad they actually didn't go that way because I feel like I've seen that movie a million times, and the fact that he was surprised that she was deaf, uh, I, it, it worked for me. I, I wasn't bothered by it. How about you, Zach? Were you all right with that? Yeah, I was. <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought it was fine. Total random. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, what, I mean, what about thought... what about? Well, go ahead. Well, no, I was gonna say. I mean, you know, I I think that. Uh, I agree, like, maybe he was fixated on the other girl or whatever, but, I mean, he obviously had a pattern, like I said, because he had the, you know, he had had the little marks every time he'd killed somebody on his crossbow, so. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say, Dave? Uh, the one scene that I, I both liked and didn't like, um, when the the friend's boyfriend came over. I was going to bring that up real husband. quick. Husband. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how he was distrustful of the guy right off the bat, but at the same time, he 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 let the guy get the better hand of it, and, and to me, like, I don't know, I I, I would not have allowed the guy to get, a, get get me like that. I don't think I, I would have been very wary and cautious and made sure I killed that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're a you're a cynical, paranoid son of a bitch too. So. That is true. I I feel that way about most people that come to my door. I'm ready to kill them. <laughs> I'm just selling Girl Scout cookies. I don't care. You might be up to something. <laughs> you know, I I think I just got uh, that Pokemon in your backyard. Yeah, that's what it was. He's looking for Pokemon. I got to give props to the I don't know who would be the set designer, the costume person, the makeup people. If you go back and watch that, I went back and watched that scene because I kind of I felt that way too, Dave. And mm -hmm. they they did a really good job of portraying the killer, like right on the cusp. Like, yeah. he was kind of sweaty, but not, like, covered in blood, and, like, really sort of, it was iffy. Like, what's he doing there? And and I, I think that was very deliberate, and I like that. He looked creepy, though. He did. He did, <laughs> but, he, but he wasn't wearing the mask. He didn't, you know, like I said, he wasn't covered in blood yet, uh, so it was True. still sort of... Eh, maybe, you know. What's this sweaty guy doing out here? In, in, in a town like that, like, I think everybody would kind of know each other. And he'd be very much out of place, even if he was a, a cop or security guard or whatever the hell he was claiming to be. <laughs> totally random. <clears throat> yeah. Totally random regarding that scene, but, like, something in movies that, like, totally makes my skin crawl and totally got me in that scene was when someone's dying and the person who's, like, tormenting them is, like, whispering to them. <laughs> like, I know that's totally random, but, like... But ever since that scene in Saving Private Ryan, when the two, when the Nazi and the one guy are fighting near the end, mm -hmm. and he dry, you know, uh, puts the knife through the guy, and he's sitting there going shh, shh, shh to him the whole time, it's just like that's like just a creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just uh, just random. 
fact about me. So other than so, the fact, I like to watch movies on phones. So. so if anybody out there plans to stalk and kill Zach, please do not whisper into his ear as you're cradling his naked body. Please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> If, I'm going, if, if this is my last show, I'm going out with a bang. Somehow I feel like that kind of scene is going to end up in your Vigilante series, your serial killer series. Jesus. Uh, Shh, Zach will hear us. All right, so any hush, final thoughts? Hush, it works, with the, it works with the title, Hush. No, it does. Yeah, for sure. So... Um, so, any final thoughts on the movie, or thumbs up, thumbs down? I liked it. I, it was very entertaining. I enjoyed Th- it. Thumbs up. Uh, it was. I had some problems, but um, I, I would I would give the the writer, director, and all all of them. I, I'd give it another shot to see what they did next. So. I agree. Yeah, I I I, I enjoyed it. So, um, I, you know, had some problems for sure, but it was a, uh, it was had some unique takes on a you know an a redone and redone and redone premise. So uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. So. And, and I, I like I like the, the visual look of the movie. Like a lot of times low-budget movies, like I can't watch them because they look like shit. Yeah. Uh, they, they, like it just streams low-budget. And, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a film or the lighting or what it is, but a lot of low-budget movies, like you just turn it on and you're like, oh, forget it. It could be the best thing ever, but it looks like hell. This looked like a quality movie. It looked like a high-budget movie. I mean, no special effects. Like, you could imagine, like, if there were, like, uh, more well-known actors or maybe a few more special effects that this money, there was a lot of money spent on the movie. It was was that sort of uh, uh, delivery, I feel, that sort of experience. It was, uh, it, it, it looked good. Yeah, I mean, I think the most like probably the the furthest extent they had of special effects i mean they obviously had you know there was like bloody scenes and you know her leg and all that but when uh-huh. he mangled her hand was probably one of the most like extensive scenes as far as that goes you know but yeah, there really that weren't was painful. Of i yeah. felt that when, when yeah that that was painful to watch i was i was a little surprised and maybe this was like another hole in the movie but that he didn't just go in the house right then when he had the door open like it was kind of weird that he let her shut the door, but mm. maybe he just wanted to torment her more. I guess. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah th- that was right. my other big quibble with the movie is why didn't she just stay inside? He said he wasn't going to come in, so why not just wait him out till it's light out and why not just hide in the house all day? I I would have I, I would have gone on the roof and hid. I would have waited until I heard the guy inside or not heard but felt him, and then I would have either stayed up there or taken off. Mm. But I, I don't know. Not everybody could be me, though. <laughs> That's true. If I, if I was in the movie, it would be a completely different movie. It would have been over in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would have been done because, you know, he took her phone and I wouldn't be able to watch movies. So <laughs> yeah, I'd have been like, killed himself. Just kill me now, you know. Life's so. not worth living. <laughs> Can't watch a movie. So You did watch Star Wars on that phone, I bet, didn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> I saw I saw Star Wars and IMAX. So oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> so complete opposite of that. So all right. But uh, well, at least you know the new one. I I was too young to see the original one in theaters. So. Yeah. Oh, thanks for making me feel old, you fucker. Yeah, that's what I do. Shots at me all the time too. So. <laughs> well, if it makes you, I probably look older than both of y'all, so that's okay. <laughs> I'm the one going bald, so. You that know. is true. We have the glorious long hair. <laughs> <laughs> So with that, 
um, we will, I guess, head out of here. So, Dave, we appreciate you uh, you being on, and uh, Thank we're you. about to record another episode with you. So, Woo! So, oh, I, I get to be on another one. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, well, look at the time. Maybe I need to. <laughs> I might need to go. So, That's hey, look, true. I'm looking at time on my Fitbit that I haven't lost. So, ah, fuck you. All right. So, with that, <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.